Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of beer podcast exist in this world. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello, everybody. We are here. It's opinions and beer. We've got our guest here from Mortal Kombat. It is Kung Lao. How you doing, Max? We got Max here. Thank you. I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's so awesome to have you on. Uh, this is opinions and uh, beer. We don't. Uh, funny enough, we don't talk enough about beer. It's just that's sort of just like a talk extra more about th- our opinions of everything else, and then a little <laughs> bit of beer talk. <laughs> uh, we, we, so- <laughs> I, I could use I could use a, a beer right now. Uh, yeah. yeah, the whole beer thing is that uh, our show actually has a uh, a storyline. It has a a, fa- a fantasy storyline where we are traveling the world. Uh, okay. via podcasting and <laughs> via podcasting. we're, we're uh, trying beers from uh, uh fantasy places whether it's mortal Kombat worlds or uh, trimmers or you know <laughs> wherever whatever and uh we're trying to find the perfect recipe to put in michael jai white's brewery uh because he, he he uh michael jai white has a brewery and he doesn't know how to make beer Oh, he does. That's, I didn't. No, he doesn't. That's the storyline, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gimmick. That's the storyline. Because uh, yeah, you you guys should definitely come to Germany and and try some of our beers here. Heck oh, yes! Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. You know, you are uh, you're in Germany now. You you're, you live in Germany. Yeah. Yes, uh, and, yes. Uh, from Germany, and I still am here for so many reasons because yeah. of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're. Uh, I know they're pretty strict over there in Germany with, uh, was that a uh, Riggensbot, right? A lot of their beers are brewed, uh, pr- you know, oh, are they, are they still? Yeah, my, my auntie lives in Regensburg. It's it's uh, just an hour from where I live. But, okay. Um, I didn't know if that, like, if that rules were applied through all of Germany of, like, the strict uh, how to brew beer or if it's just that area. Uh, I mean, where I come from, which is uh, Bavaria, it's kind of strict, I think, because it has such a long history and it goes way back with um, the history of brewing beer. So I think it's probably the the most strict area within Germany that you can find when it comes to beer. But it tastes very good. And especially the local brands, like people don't know about, like the very small ones. Uh, wow, they make fat- fantastic beer. What, what are some recommendations if anyone's ever in Germany? Um, there's a brand that comes into my mind right now. It's called Gruner. 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 That's from where, where I, where I, uh, where I live. It's close to Nuremberg. I'm in Nuremberg. Okay. So you guys should check out that. That's a, yeah, it's a local brand. Heck yeah. I bet they don't have French toast beer. <laughs> uh, that's exotic guys. That's, oh uh, yes. We have, a, it's yeah. a, it's a French toast stout brewed with, uh, uh, vanilla, maple, uh, eggs, I guess, cinnamon, nutmeg. <laughs> it tastes very much like French toast. It's a good, uh, over here, it, it's 10 in the morning here. here, so it's a good, uh, breakfast beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, where are you guys? I, I don't even know. We are in the Houston, Texas area. Texas, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone knows Texas. That's good. <laughs> in some yeah. way or fashion. Yeah. Makad Brooks, who also is in Mortal Kombat, he's from from Texas. Yeah, I think he. I think he's from Houston. I think so. Huh? I yeah, I believe so. Pretty awesome. Yeah, 
obviously you are we're doing this whole mortal kombat thing you are our fifth fifth mortal kombat character we're trying to technically we're trying to collect them all <laughs> we're trying to collect them all uh not in the movie but like you're you're a second from the new movie but overall as far as mortal kombat related related guests, guests go because yeah. we've had michael jai white who's our who's obviously our mascot and he played uh Jax. <laughs> and uh what was that in, uh, was in that rebirth a youtube series only, yeah it, well it was like a machinima maybe yeah, yeah. yeah and then we had joe McHale, and he voiced uh johnny cage and then uh obviously we had cabal on just recently uh daniel on and uh sub-zero from the original game no no from the uh the third game and now we have you <laughs> sub-zero but uh not Joe, right? Someone else? No, no, no. From the game. Yeah, he, like he, the guy the voice actor was the, the, the voice motion actor capture. And the motion capture. Yeah, the motion capture for the uh, the actual uh, Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you play Kung Lao in the current number one movie in the world. Uh, what's the fan reaction been like so far? Oh wow, um, it's it's been overwhelming. I mean, of uh, in my case. Uh, it, it has been uh, 100% positive uh, reviews for Kung Lao. And I'm so, like, I don't know what to say because it um, it's a feedback that kind of tells me I, I must have done something right. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Kung Lao is a very badass character. Yeah. Like, I really, yeah. Yeah. So um, the couple uh, last days have been quite exhausting also because everything is happening online, right? And I'm yeah. constantly either on my MacBook or on my phone. And, and then I have to check like what's going on. Um, and also we're number one in, on the box office. So um, man, so many things that are great. And um, yeah, very thankful. Grateful. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Uh, I mean, we're obviously entering a, not a completely post pandemic, but we're entering this post pandemic. Obviously, Kong and uh, Godzilla and Kong has knocked open that box office back that box office door back open, and you guys are following right behind, uh, being number one. So that's a that's a pretty big deal. It is. Kind of the, it is. You guys are the mark of start of normalcy. The movies returning <laughs> back to normal. Oh man, twenty twenty was so bad for movies. Just <laughs> everything was postponed. <laughs> I, I wouldn't surprise me to find out that Mortal Kombat was supposed to come back, come out in 2020. I don't know if it was. It probably wasn't. But if you told me, oh, yeah, we we're going to release the 2020, blah, 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 pandemic. I mean, that would sound about right. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised, you know, that we, um, that people can right now actually see it in, in the cinemas. It's, it's amazing. Like, just when everything started to reopen in the U.S., we found it's it like uh, a lot of us watched it on hbo max you know <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's how i watched it to be honest with you i haven't seen the movie on a big screen yet because yet. here it's closed in germany so and even we don't have hbo max so that's oh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, at least uh, early part of it <laughs> also a version but that had like a big watermark Oh um, yeah, the whole property of Warner Brothers or whatever. Yeah, so you really enjoy it, right? Yeah. Um, so that's that's. Yeah. <laughs> Only watched it on a thirty-two inch screen, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were really. I mean, you you are obviously are one of our top three 
best characters uh, in the movie. It's like you, Cabal, and Kano really oh, were yeah. like the standouts for me. Uh, oh, really. <laughs> Yeah. And so, uh, and so, it's really, it's really awesome to have you on. Uh, are you a gamer at all? Did you ever play the games? I did. I did. Um, recently, of course, Mortal Kombat 11, and I used that game also for for research of the character. Um, pulled so many moves from from the game, and um, yeah, it, re- it really helped. But um, frankly speaking, I think normally I, I I don't have that much time to to for gaming or maybe I'm I'm just <laughs> yeah, I would imagine once in a while I think it's it's fun to you know relax and just um shut off your your, your mind <laughs> just like enjoy gaming yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's that's one of the reasons why I enjoy it just you know just uh you get lost in a game a good storyline or whatever you know that's right. I think recently, in recent years, the the cool thing about gaming is the storylines. At least for me, like, oh yeah, it, oh fun. yeah. See, they're up there with like the same tier as the storylines being told in movies now. Like that used to not be the case. Exactly, it's almost like a movie experience. Also, with Mortal Kombat 11, you kind of follow the storyline as you go, and it's good. It's good. Did you uh do you play a lot as Kung Lao? if not before then now he can't play as any other character yeah <laughs> i guess it gets weird oh you just murdered me <laughs> it gets weird when that happens oh man uh <laughs> or you're playing with a friend and someone else chooses kung lao and you're like no bro obviously i'm kung lao <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny uh <laughs> Uh, you you have a lot of really cool scenes in this. Obviously, uh, you're one of you you help train the um the these new people that are coming uh, to learn about Mortal Kombat and whatever and whatnot. Um, you have uh you have one of the coolest fatalities in the film against the Nitera Nitera. What's her name again? Nitra. She was in Deception, wasn't she? She was in a weird game. She was only in Deception, <laughs> I think. Actually, she was not in any Mortal Kombat before or after, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh. uh yeah. Yes. I'm not sure which uh which one though. But what, what was that like filming that uh fatality? Yeah. Oh man, it was like um a real experience because everything like me myself <laughs> was covered in, in this fake blood and I I had this you know open split body in, in front of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it was pretty pretty bloody and and overall i had a had a good time also uh with the actress who's playing it because we both <laughs> like we, we had to laugh at some point because, like there's, there's um, the fake um body basically you know split open and she and me were looking at it like oh my god <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> yeah like in the movie it looks perfect and gory but while you're actually filming it it's just like 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 you said, almost laughable, you know, like the prop itself, you know. <laughs> it is because like, yeah, it's it's out of this world, obviously. So fake body. I use real bodies in my scenes. Yes, that's why we don't <laughs> film any of show any of your scenes. <laughs> no, the, Adam, those are called snuff films. We use real blood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can't do that. <laughs> 
so that that seems pretty uh pretty intense. Uh, what what scene was the most difficult to film? Oof. Wait, let me think. Uh, apart from the fatality, which I think was okay to film, um, I think. Hmm. Uh, let me think. Probably, probably the fight that I have with with the character Cole. Uh, you know, there's a little training montage kind of thing where uh, you know Kung Lao fights against Paul Young, and um, we had to do it within one or two days. I remember, and it was quite exhausting. Um, you know, um, so we had to all fill it in with that short amount of time. Um, and I'm like, the thing about me and how I like, used to work is I'm like perfectionist, right? So I, I want to really get it right. So especially when it comes to the action. So every time after one take, I would go in front of the monitor and I would be like, uh, checking checking the, the, the replay. And uh, okay, let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> Until the director was like, "Okay, we, we have to we have to go on," you know. But that's kind of like the the working mentality I have. Just sometimes do like 20, 30 takes. I don't care if I'm tired or not, because I think I want the um, the end result to be outstanding. Because Absolutely. film film lasts forever. Pain is just temporary. So oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that that from a young age has been integrated in, in, into my mind that. Um, always give your best because people will see it people will judge it and <laughs> at the end of the day they don't know if you spend one day uh, for doing this or a whole week they don't care they want to see something that is great and is fun to uh, and, and uh, fun to watch and they want to enjoy the experience so yeah servicing the audience <laughs> uh how long did it take for you to learn to be able to throw a hat so hard it's stuck into a wall <laughs> Um, 20 years. <laughs> 20 years. Been working on it. <laughs> Doing it since I was a kid in my room, you know. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I assume there's a boomerang in that. <laughs> since whenever he, he was a young kid and he got his first bladed hat. That hat was made in <laughs> Australia, I can tell. <laughs> but uh, is it because it comes back to you? <laughs> no, but um, it, was, it was a process. It took some time to get used to the hat because the hat kind of has its own story you know, yeah yeah uh, oh man your entrance was probably one of the best in the whole movie like just straight from the game right out the floor oh man one of those just one of those moments where you're just watching calmly and then you bust out the floor and it's like ah oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes no um thanks to simon the director you know because um on the day of uh shooting the that entrance scene we didn't have enough time to do it and so simon looked at me and he was like okay let's add another extra day just because i wanted to be good like when kung lao enters you know the movie first time it has to be big it has to be spectacular so i really appreciate that because otherwise it would have been maybe just okay but he went into the room calmly you know <laughs> Yeah, so um, so that was great, and there's no <coughs> why that shot. You know, it's all me jumping. Like, yeah, I, I I'm kind of happy with with that 
Oh, oh yeah, cool. it looks great, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> is there any possibility we're going to be seeing zombie Kung Lao in the future? Dude, you know? I just... Mm-hmm. Oh, go no, on. no, you're more important. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I... Personally speaking, I would love to to see zombie Kung Lao or any kind of Kung Lao. <laughs> uh, because, well, why not, right? And I think the fans, uh, I mean, hopefully they think the same. So, Heck yeah. Like, I, what I was going to say is I just remembered that, that that was a story arc. What was that, Deception? Where, like, all the... Well, I, yeah, but they do, it, they do it again in... Do they do it again in 10? He's like, it's like a, it's like a big thing where he like, he's like this... Like the dark, dark Kung Lao, soulless Kung Lao. Or is it just Kung Lao in 10? But they, like they, they the do it in Deception. They do it in Deception, and then they do a reboot. 10 was a... Yeah. Was nine, 10 a reboot of 9 was a reboot. Deception? Something was a reboot, and they do it again. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Last iteration of the game, he comes, he comes back as a zombie Kung Lao. Yeah. yeah. Zombie Kung Lao. Oh, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah pretty awesome stuff uh that which means we can see them more but spoiler alert everybody uh <laughs> spoiler well, alert. Uh, like uh, if you listen to the movie death is but another portal and stuff like that so, so that means everybody comes back oh yeah oh my goodness it's a damn avengers movie <laughs> <laughs> and th- that th- one of my only complaints from the movie is that kong lao dies like i get that like Someone had to die. Someone on the good side has to die. It can't just be like a whole movie of the bad guys dying because then, then it's like nothing's at stake and it's not dramatic and it's not, you know, uh, traumatic enough. You know, you, need, you really need drama. So Kung Lao had to die or someone good had to die. But I think they should have introduced characters literally as just canon farther to die so Kung Lao didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame, right? But yeah. <laughs> Someone, someone from the good guys has to go to to oh, in order. But then again, that wouldn't have been as dramatic because the whole thing was the the, the the drama comes from Kong Lao being uh, Liu Kang's cousin, and so it's you know it's very dramatic for Liu Kang that you know Kong Lao dies. And if it was just some random character, Liu Kang would have been like, oh well, he was dispensable anyways. You know? <laughs> oh, that's that's true. I mean, it kind of moves moves the story forward and also gives. Liu Kang that motivation to to uh, take revenge on Shang Shang Tsung, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah just <coughs> Shang Kong Lao died. I guess that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, throughout the games, Kong Lao is always the guy who, who dies. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? <laughs> and I'm tired of it. No, well, yes, okay. <laughs> he, he dies to fuel Liu Kang's. Ray, like, oh, my friend died. Like in every movie, you know. <laughs> he's like, he's like the best friend that dies and makes Liu Kang uh, try that much harder. Yeah, for revenge. He's uh, Mortal Kombat's <laughs> goose. <laughs> that was a Top Gun reference. I don't know if you got that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so um. I don't know if it's going to be the same, uh, same, but uh, what was your most memorable time on set? Oh man, like there were so many moments that I enjoyed, especially with this amazing cast and crew. You know, we all had so much fun. Like, we really grew together as a whole family. You know, M- MK family. 
you know, we would go out to dinner and, and, and you know, have fun together. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. So I, I can't think of any particular moment, but there were so many of them. And the whole time and overall was, it was amazing. I made so many, I think, friends for, for like lifetime, right? So yeah, it's, it's been a blast. So, I mean, this is a, um, I don't know if this is technically a big budget movie. They consider it a big budget movie. You know, a lot of people, they, a lot of people we've interviewed say that big budget movies, they don't have that, that family vibe that smaller budget films have. But uh, so far, talking to like a lot of the, you know, talking to other people in the cast and stuff, they really seem like it had a small budget vibe to it. Would you say that? Um, well, I, I don't know ex the exact number, but I think it was somewhere between like around 50, 50 million or something. Um, um, so in terms of budget, that probably is like a medium budget. It's not a low budget, but well, it's kind of, so there's definitely no indie no, film. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, though, like the uh, like the attitudes on set uh, are, are, you know, have the have that uh, that family connection that like a lower budget film would have, you know, where everything everyone's, you know, connects well. Um, no, on set is still it, it feels like a big budget movie, but oh. uh, but uh i don't know i would have to see how it, how it is on on the next one like with, if we get 200 million i can tell you i kind of get where you're coming from but like you know like with well, the no. whole, like you know like maybe the bigger budget ones well, have well, more you of know. a corporate feel on, yeah that's yeah. what I'm, that's what i'm saying because a lot of people we've talked to like michael jai white says he likes to do smaller budget films because he feels more connected to the people on set where he does a big budget film, everyone's kind of standoffish. They're in their own trailers and they're not really talking and they're here they're... to get it done. And it's probably yeah. like, I think even if we had uh 200 million, for example, we would have still had the same working attitude because in the end is it's, it's not so much about the money, but about the people that you're working with. Right. So if, yeah. we get and if we have fun and enjoy to the filming process then i don't care if it's a low budget or a big budget movie so like the budget isn't a contributing factor to the chemistry between you and your co-workers and everything you know uh, where you're coming from so um i have to say like and i would have um i, I was expecting something like this to happen when i when i first got the part i was thinking oh my god you know in this iteration there are so many like first of all asian actors of the same age as me and they all know martial arts and um, we kind of somehow fit into uh, the same category maybe well i was i was a bit worried before i met them that oh maybe this will be a elbow kind of thing where everyone wants to be in the spotlight right but it turned out to be the exact opposite like we there were there was really no such thing as um you know a big ego and trying to be yeah like the the number one guy you know yeah. and i think maybe that's also because we are all like we do have a lot of um i think uh, big names like for example hiroyuki sanada right he's he's like a veteran of the like of the cinema um movie movie history but then we also have younger actors, for example, like me, um, that you 
could um you could say i'm i'm a newcomer maybe something like that so i think because of that reason also we we have that like you you feel that humbleness and um a great working um attitude from from all of the actors it was really easy to get along yeah. and i that's what i enjoyed the most you know uh i don't want to imagine how it is next to like an a-lister and then just... <laughs> 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 uh who uh um obviously you do a lot you've done a lot of stunt work a lot of people on the Mortal Kombat set have done a lot of stunt work. A lot of them are, you know, originally stunt actors or do a lot of stunt work. Uh, who impressed you the most on set? In, in terms of like their physicality or? Uh, yeah, there's their abilities in general. I, their, their overall performance, who impressed you the most? I think uh, I have to make sure I don't say anything wrong, right? <laughs> no, no, top three. You can... <laughs> First of all, he impressed himself the most. <laughs> no, I think, um, I think every one of the actors in Mortal Kombat, they all do have their own strong points, like standout points. And so they all did impress me. And there, there were so many times that I did. Oh, shut that off. I know you, you so unprofessional. You motherfucker. No one ever calls me, so I never thought I'd have to turn off my ringer. Oh my god. <laughs> J. White on the phone, or? Hmm? Is it Michael J. White on the phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. The uh, odd answer to that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, they all did impress me with their different kind of skills. And to be honest, like, there, we, have, we have some of the actors who have have no martial arts experience at all and they really i think i think they had just like two months three months of preparation time but they really put in the work and and this is something that i i really respect you know because they they give it their all they give it their all and their best and um yeah it's impressive and um they they, they look good on camera so uh uh at the end of mortal Kombat, they teased Johnny Cage for a potential sequel. If a sequel gets made, they have teased Johnny Cage. I have a, a list of three. I'm going to name these people off and tell me who you th who you would like to be Johnny Cage. One, three okay. people. We, we have, and these, these people are suggested. Uh, we have Ryan Reynolds, Sean William Scott, and The Miz. Uh, I go with number one, Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like Ryan Reynolds playing that role never crossed my mind until yes, someone it does. else posted. He does it all the time. He's Deadpool. Damn it, that's too. Yeah, he's Deadpool. That's I feel it's too on the Johnny money. Cage. It's too on the money. Anyways, point is, is, I never thought of it myself. And when someone was like, "Oh, Ryan Reynolds would play it," it's like, "Oh yeah, that would be perfect." A lot of people want the Miz. Ah, who would you guys pick? I want Sean William Scott. Only because that'd be like uh, a comeback for him, a redemption from Bulletproof Monk. He already did a dang. <laughs> he already did a martial arts movie. Now he could he could do yeah, this. What was it like two thousand three or exactly? Four? I think <laughs> Sean William Scott. I like Sean William Scott. I need him in more movies. <laughs> also, but the Miz that would be his like 
break out into the movie industry. Well, someone did do a uh, a fan art of the Miz as Johnny Cage, and it, looked, and it looks a lot. It looked yeah. really good. When it like you just look at the Miz and think about his personality, and uh, it's very Johnny Cage. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think though. Um, <laughs> has what it takes <laughs> to play think about ron one of the, one uh aspect of johnny cage's uh character is he has this like almost undeserved ego like he's he's just like a, a, a... Well, stifler well let me finish <laughs> oh my, my point God. is ron reynolds the only thing about that is like no his ego's too deserving you know so <laughs> like he doesn't come off as like Dumb because no, Ryan Reynolds is so awesome, he deserves that ego. But like the Miz is both those other two would make more sense. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Um uh moving on. Uh <laughs> uh you are part of Jackie Chan's stunt team, right? Is this correct? For the last ten years is what it has it been? Uh, yes, that's correct. Yes. What's that like? Look, this guy hates Jackie Chan, but I love Jackie I don't Chan. I hate you, Jackie Chan. You no. criticize him. I, yeah, okay. There's a difference between hating and criticizing. Jackie Chan. I can't talk to anyone who hates Jackie Chan. <laughs> I, you see what you're doing? I never said that. <laughs> I love Jackie Chan. It's just also... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but what's it like working uh, working with Jackie Chan and on the um, and on the stunt team? Um, it, it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing experience. Uh, it's almost like as if you would go to film school um, because you you know along the journey you you learn so many things about just filmmaking in general, not only about action, um, but also I, I think he emphasizes a lot on making his entourage like the Jackie Chan stunt team become like good people in the first place and and he also picks people that he would think would fit into his his kind of world and what he um you know the values that he expresses so the the first number one thing for him is you know you have to have a good personality good character good attitude and then skill obviously is important but that comes you know secondary um so yes it's it's been a long time it's it's been almost 10 years and um oh my god we did so many so many films and, and stunts like it's crazy it's crazy a lot of times i had uh near-death experiences because oh, all worth it <laughs> obviously it's a dangerous job but um i i really much enjoyed it and um yeah it, it gave me um the the entrance uh, and a good start into the film industry so i'm i'm very thankful and like like i can really say that jackie has like all i know about action filmmaking i have learned from him like he has been such a great teacher so yeah um hopefully i can use all of these um you know that experience and, and skills to in the future make some some good action films that's what i'm gonna do 
Okie dokie. Uh, well, it looks like we are getting the nudge. Uh, it was awesome to have you on uh, on the show. Uh, we can't wait for more stuff to come from you. Obviously, I can't wait for uh, the upcoming uh, you. Uh, you're in that Jackie Chan and uh, John Cena project that I, uh, I'm pretty excited about, really excited for that. Yeah, and then, that. obviously, you have this music going on with the... Uh, you have this uh, song, uh, blah blah fate, flawless, uh, flawless victory. victory. Such a good song. We were just dude. jamming it. We were oh, jamming it's on the so way. So catchy. It's so. There's so much rhythm. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> Funny, I, uh, I, I, at night, like I was, I was sleeping in the basement of our house. I don't even know why anymore, but for some reason, I was sleeping there. Uh, and <laughs> and then I just had this like melody in my head, and then I I went up to to the piano and like within five minutes i think the, the song was was there but yeah. sometimes you have these kind of um inputs i don't know from from where but yeah that's just that creative gene you know hopefully we, uh it was really hey you know it's catchy it was fun to listen it's fun it's fun to listen hopefully you are um, you're making more uh is there more down the line yes yes there is i just have to um keep enough time for the movies Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. We'll see. There will be more. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, if there's a blast it, talking to you, it's man. a blast talking to you. We loved you in Mortal Kombat. We hope you come back a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, uh, I, I kind of just hope you come back normal, uh, but zombie would be cool too. <laughs> honestly, everything you do in the future, we are going to be keeping an eye out because you are one talented guy, and I can't wait to see what you bring to this world absolutely uh thank you again for coming on uh, is there anything you would like to plug social media uh anything you we missed um well do you mean uh my 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 social media yes um uh, well check out my instagram check out my twitter make sure you listen to flawless victory my absolutely first single out there right now and um yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thank you very thank much. Thank you so much man. for coming on the show. Talk to you later, man. Yeah. Okay. Have a, have a good one. Bye. Yeah, you too. Hello, it's Opinions and Beer. I'm Adam. And I'm Keenan. We just interviewed Max Hong. We did. From Mortal Kombat is Kung Lao. We did. And now it's time for the beer of the day. We did. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't really listening. And today's I was just on autopilot. beer of the day is brought to you by 903 Brewers. This is a French toast stout. A, dis- a descendant beer inspired by a breakfast classic. Our French toast stout is loaded with maple and vanilla, then given a finishing pinch of cinnamon and nutmeg spice. Roasty malt and creamy lactose round out sweet additions to be enjoyed at Breckel and Ballon. All right, let's see if I have... Uh, COVID again. Nine. I mean, uh, I know we're trying... Oh. Are we pretending like this is our first time tasting it? Yes. All right, wait, hold on. Then I uh, retract my nine. Wait. Nine. <laughs> nine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really good. It's really beery to me. Yeah, and it's really French toasty also. Is it? It's such a great fucking blend. Like, you either get the one that's like... There's not enough beer taste, and all you're tasting is the flavor that they added. Or there's not enough of the flavor, and all you're tasting is beer. And this is a fucking perfect blend. I am completely worried that I'm losing my taste. 
again. Well, I thought it was like permanent. Like you get COVID once and you never you think taste so? anything for the rest of your life ever. No, no, no. You get, I mean, you get it back, but it's like. A decade? I, yeah, I'm scared. No, I'm scared that my taste is is just butchered. I need to find From COVID. And like, bro, I'm a beer reviewer. You can't do this to me. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. I'm, I really am slightly worried that like I can't taste. What do you taste? What, what are you tasting? Just straight up, like, it's weird because there's so you many taste, tastes and You taste maple. Yes, but it's not the... It's okay, like, well then, okay, I'm good, okay. <laughs> I'm cinnamon like, is the top flavor. Okay, there yeah. we are. Yeah, it's not you, it's the beer. And, you're right, like, uh... Okay. Maple should be the top flavor in a... Like that last French Toast beer we had. Well... Remember the last French toast beer we had, and it had maple in it. Yeah, it well, I think more, uh, more more maple. Than... That's not the hallmark of a French toast taste, because it is up to you whether or not you add syrup. How about the vanilla? Uh, that's more of an accent. Thing about vanilla is like you you don't. It's, it's kind of like you don't realize you're tasting it when it's there. But if you were to try the same substance without vanilla, then you'd realize what the vanilla is doing to the substance. Pairs with black coffee, bacon, and brunch. It fucking does. Brewed in can in Sherman, Texas. This French toast stout is is seven percent. Is it? Uh, what's it say? Yeah, was, man, that's pretty. Seven point five percent alcohol by volume. It's probably, it's kind of low, low for a stout. For, well, that's just the, but it, I bet you that's. But on it, I'm purpose. sure it's basic. Yeah, because it's like. Literally meant to be drink and in, in the mar- for brunch, you know. It's a brunch beer. And this, you, you can't be getting hammered at brunch, Adam. Um, you have to go back to work. I'm personally, personally not getting the complete French toast experience with this beer like I have with other beers. However, the taste is on point. The stoutness is on point. This is like the. Wait, you can't. How do you say you're not getting a French toasty vibe, but the taste is on point? I'm saying the taste. I mean, as far as enjoyability, enjoyability, Uh the enjoyability taste factor is on point. I am enjoying this beer as I drink it. I'm just not getting the. It's funny. uh, The egg. That's what you know. That that's what it is. There's something. Maybe the egg. Maybe that other that other beer. The egg. The uh, the other beer had that doughy that egg. It was just a thicker stout. As far Maybe as that's what it go. is. This is a little thinner than the last one, but it's still thick. This is still. It's not. It like, being a stout, I wasn't really like searching for thickness, 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 thickness. But no, like there was something you pointed out to me that I never noticed that like I've tasted in beer, and it was only since like many many uh, reviews ago you first said this, and I was like, oh my god, that is a thing. When you're talking about tasting the alcohol in the beer, mm-hmm. like I never realized that like. That's what was going on in my mouth with uh, <laughs> certain, like, very strong beers. Yeah. Which weird is, like, yeah, like, 7.5 is not that high. But I swear, like, I am tasting the alcohol. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be because it's not a high alcohol content at all. And I, did, I wasn't even, like, aware of the fact that you could straight up taste the alcoholism in a beer... So you said that, and it made me think, like, holy shit, I am tasting that. And that's what I taste when I drink that. It's just, like, it has that, uh, alcohol, 
aroma in, in your mouth after you take a swig, you know? Yeah, the, the alcohol... That may that's what it is. The alcohol is not subdued enough by the flavors for some reason. Even though it's packed, it's it's supposedly packed with flavor. Maybe just not enough. God damn it, nine oh three. I'm drinking I mean, on the clock here. Nine oh three is a growing. I mean, they they make some solid beers. A lot of people a lot of people talk highly about nine oh three, but they are st- they're kind of a newer. I say newer. They're probably like fucking old as fuck. But they're newer as far as. On the shelf everywhere. Right, you know well, what I mean? Listen, the point is, is 903 is responsible for my actions. I'm not, okay? So, like, when I go out for brunch, and I have a 903 French toast stout, and I go back to work hammered, <laughs> that is 903's fault. That is not mine. Not my fault, 903. No. All right, so 903 has to deal with my boss, not me. Hey, you want to include our um, Mortal Kombat movie review in this episode? Stuff we don't have to make another episode of it. Are you saying like this is a review right now? Why well, I want this? Uh, I, I want when this. You said that my first thought was, but Adam, we haven't done one. You know? No, that's what I'm saying. You're saying yeah. let's do it because we can do it. Because I want this to be our Mortal Kombat finale. As far as uh, basically, if if we get more Mortal Kombat people in the future, so be. But as far as this constant flow of Mortal Kombat stuff, this will yeah, be our like, big finale. This coming in last minute, I was like, well, Adam. You said it was going to be Mortal Kombat week. Here we are on the 14th day of Mortal Kombat week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember I said I skipped two weeks. <clears throat> two weeks were dedicated to WrestleMania, and now we're back to Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Well, we had that fucking, we had that random week where we didn't do a good episode. Immortal. <laughs> that was the song by Drysell in Mortal Kombat Hey, that, you know, that sounds good. I wish I could talk to him more about music and shit. Dude, like, yeah. Oh, I'm I so was, mad. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mad, but I understand. I understand. I was waiting I'm for I'm in you. my head, man. Well, I'm I, in my fucking head. Uh, the, only, the only upsetting thing was, like, I, I didn't want to interrupt all the questions you had. So I was waiting for you to be done with your questions. And then I was the second you were done, knowing we were on a time crunch, the second you are done with your questions, I was going to, well, let's talk about Flawless Victory. But then uh, no, what sorry. happened happened. I was just trying to get there was like certain things I wanted to like lay out, and I'm like I wanted because I wanted to ask questions about this because he's experienced. I I feel like I didn't get enough I didn't get to talk enough about uh Jack him Chan. working yeah him working with Jackie Chan. That's a big thing yeah, to that me. Is, dude. Yeah, to me that's a big fucking thing. I didn't get to ask enough about it. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, we we knew we might have a time crunch of thirty minutes. We knew what we were getting. And into. So. Uh, it's fine. I'm, when we got into bed with Hollywood, I had I hold no hard feelings. This is a standard practice of PR people to cut you off early. Okay, this is good now. Time to wrap it up. I don't. I, I wonder if we sounded loud or something. I never know. But you could ever. T- it, it has like nothing to do with like like I said. Regardless of anything that we could have done wrong, they still would have went with a, a full designated time. Yeah. And afterwards, they would have been like, "Wow, that was really bad." So, like, <laughs> nothing that we did made the interview get cut short. Okay. Let's talk about that movie, Mortal Kombat. Now that this is free talk, Max Hung, if you hear this fucking interview, if you hear this review, don't take anything personally. But, I, you know, Max Hung was one of the highlights for me. Oh, absolutely. So, Max Hung was a highlight. You know what? You know what the two... <laughs> you know who wasn't a highlight? Let's talk about it. Well, there's two... Actually, there's two... There was two... Atrocious actors in the movie... The main character and Sonya Blade. No, oh, because we talked about Max Hung, and now I feel like 
Like, like these are his colleagues now. So almost to like now it's weird because now I feel like I'm incapable of making an honest review. Oh my! Because I'm talking about Max Hung's colleagues. All right, and we just talked to that dude. He was a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so. All right, here we go, guys. Respectively, they are all magnificent, but every single thing that Sonya Blade did and Cole did could have been done absolutely 2,000% differently. You know what's funny? Yeah. I'm actually, I'm usually very critical. If Cole would have went ahead and not existed, that would have been great. I would have been, I'm actually more critical of Cole than I am yeah, Sonya Blade yeah, for some reason. Yeah, because he's a creative freedom kind of made for 2021 okay, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Sonya Blade, uh, she was kind of like this weird you women inter- empowerment it's like, character. Yeah, no, that would that would have been like better. They if they would have pushed that harder, like the they female. They did. She's no. all like, oh, I don't have a marking. Then she should have fought. Tell me, tell me. That she whole, sh- she shouldn't that, have fought Kano. That that whole thing was. Like, she you're sh- saying the women empowerment was she was there and badass even though she didn't have a marking. It would have been well, more a- woman empowerment to give her the marking. Yeah. No, no, no. She was an outcast because she didn't have the marking. She should have. She should have fought Melina. It made no sense to fight Kano. I I think Kano shouldn't have died. No, it's because that's that that's been a the, there's like almost I know, a rivalry I know. between Do, Kano. I know and that. Her. I know that. But the movie uh, doesn't really I mean establish it, 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 it establishes it very kind of. But she was fighting Melina. She was yeah. fighting Melina. Melina makes more sense because all she has is teeth. And the whole dude, the whole Kano thing, has a fucking laser the beam eye. The whole thing where they disappear to that fucking in between realms. And they're like, "All right, you're was gonna fight speeding him." Up. Uh, that, that, dude, was that, such, was like, that was like that was the so... director stepped in and he's like, "This is what's gonna happen next," you know? Like, dude, it was too. There's a lot of things that were too on the nose with that movie, and uh, some of them, though on the nose, still worked it organically. Like, for example, I really want to put in, and this is not just because we're we just interviewed the guy, but when Kong Lao. Does the uh, fatality? Yeah. Fucking does his hat. And yeah, that's flawless brutal. victory. That's fucking brutal, dude. It's almost like you know he's plugging a line, but given what he just did, it's like the guy's like a, a mounted a one liner at yeah. that mo- moment, and that is the best one liner that he. Ever, it's like everyone else when they do like the same reason why it works when Kano says Kano wins. It's yes. Very organic, you organic. know. Organic. And like after the level of fatality. That Liu Kang did, not Liu Kang, Ken Kong Lao did, like, it would have been dumb if he didn't say a one-liner. And to plug, yet to use that opportunity to plug some lingo from the game, like Flawless Victory, yeah. that worked. Not like whenever they so, said fatality. I, I, <laughs> there's a weird thing about the movie. Look, if they get a sequel, it's that's be good. Golden. I, I feel like... They were like hassing some shit out, and if they get a sequel, all these problems will be gone. I hope they do. The thing with the first movie was that a uh, after what after seeing Nathan Jones's Twitter and him posting like how the scene was how some of the scenes were filmed. Yeah, it's like there were some editing decisions that were very poor. Mm. Uh, and that was that, that was brought up. I mean, all these about- people. 
literally, there's like two characters. <coughs> there's literally the military people. That's it. The two military people are the only people that have no actual martial arts experience. So all the fighting we're scenes... Uh, we're talking about literally the the characters or the actors? The actors. Like the, the, the Sonya Blade like, and Michael the, the Brooks. Oh, and it's it's almost as if They're they the only two very Americanized people uh, for those roles. And yeah. those Americanized people are not familiar with martial so arts. Everyone else was stunt people. All the Australian people. Well, Kano wasn't. Yeah. So everyone else... So those three characters, yeah, but like you know, tied it, together. You if know. you're Australian, we automatically assume but you every, can handle it. But anything. everyone else, everyone else are big and just stunt. Everyone well, I else is stunt say, actors. I, Even Melina, Melina, <coughs> Melina was I feel stunt like actors. you just said his name, but like I never even knew his name. Uh, the dude who played Jax, Michael Brooks. He, he's in some show. He's in, he's a, in he, Supergirl, and I, okay. he's a, I'm a huge fan of him in Supergirl, and uh, it was I was fucking ecstatic to see him as Jax, dude. Yeah. It's like, that. that's so fucking great, you know? Because there, there is a huge, uh, there's almost like a bar that sometimes people can't get past as far as TV actors trying to make it big in movies. Yeah. Yes. Beer. <laughs> Beer. Beer. But no, okay, uh, he's really great in Supergirl. As a matter of fact, Supergirl can be kind of cringy at times. And even, like, dude, like, it, you can imagine the liberal agenda of CW interwoven into every word that everyone says on every TV show on CW. Like, no one says a syllable on CW without a political agenda, agenda right. behind it. All right, and that that is true for uh, this dude's character. Like, he makes a big deal. Like, you know, they're, like... The whole like what's going on in today with like race r- racial subjects are brought up in Supergirl, yeah, and it's all just so liberally cringy. But then like the dude's a great actor, and maybe it's because like you you, you can't like hate the messages that they're trying to get behind, mm-hmm. like uh, so like it's just like his was less cr- like whenever he's doing his shit in Supergirl. And there's obviously a political agenda behind it. It's also like, fuck yeah, bro. You do you and shit. <laughs> yeah, there should be black superheroes, goddammit. Heck yes. I mean, there's like there's 40 now, but you're right, that isn't enough. Everyone's like, I'm the first, I'm the 40th first black superhero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this mo- Back to this movie, though. Yeah, okay. Hated... How Jax got his arms. Oh, it was weird. So, because well, oh, that, because, what did they call well, it? The Arcana? Look, they were trying to be uh, a superhero movie. No, no, well, no. They were trying, they were trying to that. establish why regular people might have powers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why? Because, you know, certain people, it, yeah, if I get random. The, game, the answer to that question is it's Mortal Kombat. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. So they're trying to have, like, some sort of. Thing about eh, why I they have powers. I never even thought about it from that perspective. And so now they, that you said that, that, that makes it a little better. But it's still the they're whole. They're trying to explain it. This, uh, you know, the director didn't want to do it. And even you oh, know, really? He didn't want to do this movie. Oh, the whole movie? He was talked into it. He's he's but a, he loves it. He's he, a commercial. He director. no no no. He likes he likes Mortal Kombat. He's a big fan. He didn't he didn't know he could do it. 
He didn't, didn't give it justice. You know who originally was supposed to do it? Uh, the Saw director. Yeah, I think I recall that. John Woo, right? Is it John? Yeah, John I think Woo I recall Woo? reading all this. And so, like, got the, he was he was the original it. guy to, that's going to do it, and then they, they <coughs> this this I swear if I this is his first movie ever. I was going to say, yeah, he's done nothing but commercials prior to this. Yeah, so and I think maybe a music video or some shit. So uh, I just feel like there were some there were some editing choices that were mistakes. There were some certain script elements that were mistakes. Um, over well, like how do you, how do you, overall it feels like a it feels like a solid B movie though like a fun little no, B movie. No, you can't call it a B movie. There's no such thing as a solid B movie. It's a B people movie, like B movies. I don't care what people like. For me, B movie equals trash. <laughs> and this was not trash. It's not trash, but it, it had like silly stuff. Someone put it really, really yeah, and and that's why like someone online what? and it's like I hate to say like I can't professionally. And I'm about to do this. I don't care if Look, it's... Look, keep talking. I got to pee pee. I don't care if it's not, like, super professional. But, like, to hear someone say something about Mortal Kombat in, a, in a, another movie review I heard. And then, like, take his point and just be like, hey, this guy's right. Doesn't exactly make me the greatest movie reviewer. But, hey, this guy's right. Alright, and what he said was, uh, it's a very enjoyable bad movie. And I think that just, like kind of it, that it's that puts it in perspective you know that's the it hits the nail on the head you know but no uh, I was gonna say something oh yeah yeah no not even just the whole arcana uh, I think that's what they call it the whole everyone's gotta find their power thing now whether or not that stupid set aside like Jax was the stupidest like his powers was that his metal arms transformed and got stronger and better. Like, there's no fucking logic. But there's more logic behind someone unlocking secret powers and blowing purple beams out of their arms than his little clanky metal arms transforming into, like, perfectly defined technological fucking... A big question, why do Shaolin monks have the technology to build his arms like that? Oh, again, no. No, 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 no. That's almost like... (laughs) I can imagine their logic behind the Shaolin monks. Oh, also, uh, again, it has to be like, because they they know everything about every realm and they learn shit. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. Raiden's temple and everything. Yeah, they, they don't just have the knowledge of Earth realm, you know? Yeah. But... That almost, like, is their logic behind why his arms were shitty at first. Mm-hmm. Like, Shaolin monks could not make him techn- massively technologically advanced. <laughs> I, I've got tiny arms and can't fight well! And then he gets mad. Yeah. big arms! <laughs> Someone used uh, that clip of the uh, T-Rex from Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. Like, in reference to Jax. You're like, Jax, get him! And Wait. he's like, because I have a big head. Wait, does this mean, though, <laughs> does this mean we will not get Cybertech? Or the Cybertech Initiative? Like, uh, Is that what created his arms last time? The whole, yeah, the whole gimmick was the, was like, uh, well, the whole thing was, wasn't was Cyrax and Skeletor, they go, they get a virus and turn evil. But that company is who makes Jax's arm, who makes Kano's eye. And they're who made the virus. No, 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 but no, 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 no. But that company I'm sure also made song, but... Cyrax and shit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the company that the company that built the cyborg Cyrax and Sector, 
were the ones that I believe gave Jax's arms and, and still, then gave Kano his eye. Uh, man, it's like you can't, you shouldn't take away from that shit. He's like, all right, Kano's eye. That's for, and all that's forgivable. They can get like they can. But will you not? Will, are we it not? It would make me more. Upset, are we never going to see them though? Is that what I'm saying? Are, it's are okay. We, it's okay that we didn't see them in a relationship. But are we never going to see them? Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. It's okay that we didn't see them in relation to Jax's arms or Kano's eye. But if Cyrax or... What's the other one? Um, uh, Sector. Sk- uh, if Cyrax and Sector appear and still this company hasn't been mentioned, then that is a, a fuck-up. Yeah. That is a fuck-up. I mean, we don't, even know, we don't even know if they're going to get a sequel. I really hope yeah, they do. You, you just hear the, so much fake news, but I heard... No, no. They're I've all... I've seen clickbait. If... No, 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 no. If, they've all, no, no. They have saying, signed. Yeah, they've signed. They, they they've signed for no, 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 no. They're not start production. Or signed for like four movies. They're signed for four movies, but only if this one does well. And this one did well. So if oh, basically also, they were almost blessed by the pandemic by the fact that. You ain't gotta try that hard to do well <laughs> right now. I was gonna say that, you're, but I can't say that out loud. You're going up against only two other movies. An animated Japanese movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which almost won. Oh, what, the Demon Slayer one? Yeah. Dude, I, and that, that, that lets you know where we are in the movie industry. The Demon Slayer even was introduced oh, so to theaters. Into, was it bad? No, it's just about anime movies. Dragon Ball Z said, uh, "Dude, like, put it put it this way, like, oh God. I am so, I am massive Dragon Ball Z fan. I have followed it like a religion my whole entire life, and I never could have fathomed the idea of any anime movie being big enough to be put in theaters. To the fact that I found out that the Dragon Ball Z Resurrection Frieza was in theaters, I found that out the last day it was in theaters because it just." Anime movies don't get theatrical releases, so it's like, but the theatrical industry is in so much despair, they're like, fucking Demon Slayer movie? Yeah, let's do it. And that's like the only reason why this anime has a theatrical release, I feel like, because it's like, we need something, you know? (laughs) Well, was it in our theaters? Huh? Oh, I don't fucking know. I was just in jet, like, Asia, like... No, yeah, because I know someone around here who's seen it. Oh, they went and seen it? Oh, they yeah. seen it online. No. Woo, question mark. Everything's, everything's dual now. Everything's yeah. dual releases. Yeah, and, and it's like, you know. It's very weird. Yeah. What's going to be the first movie you see in theaters again? Nothing? Top Gun. Top Gun? Top Gun's a theater movie? I, I want to fucking smash my fucking beer glass I wanna... on like, your face because, oh like. Oh, my God. I, I, wanted, would... I wanted this to be my theater movie. I wanted. Top Gun to be coming out in like a it's month or two. Gonna, it's probably going to be Eternals. And Top Gun was coming out in June. I was already fucking pissed. Wait, when's it coming out now? Let me go back to the beginning of this journey. Oh my god. Because it was supposed to come out in like June of 2020. Alright? And it fucking pissed me off that it got postponed. That was like whenever I really started to be impacted by like holy shit. Coronavirus is fucking my life. Alright? Alright, when Top Gun got postponed in November of 2020, I was fucking livid. And then it got postponed to June of, like, 2021, and I was fucking livid. And then, like, here now, just moments away from June, it gets postponed 
to November 2021. <laughs> 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 and I'm the only... Everyone's like, oh, Top Gun 2? I'll watch it when it comes out, but I can totally wait. I, I can, And I'm the only one like, mad! <laughs> Super pissed! Oh! Super pissed! But so that will I will go see that in theaters. How about um are you are you gonna see um Eternals in theaters? Adam, you know real you do realize like what I see in theaters is like basically like dictated by you. Okay. You know like are you? I might if that's like Oh the- and also and if you don't wanna go see Top Guns in theaters, guess who's watching it at home? Oh my god. <laughs> I wanna see Top Guns. Well it, I, I either way it's like I, I do enjoy the uh, watching movies at home experience that I could like maybe never go, ever go back to the theaters ever again. And if I'm getting these... Matthew McConaughey, though, said to on- do it. Yeah, the only reason to ever go to the theaters was not the theater expen- uh, experience, but to see the movie as quickly as possible. For you... If you don't like the experience, if the second a movie was released, you could watch it at home. I would never go to the theaters, simply because I smoke. C- certain uh, smoke. Well, cer- certain companies aren't smoking, aren't falling for it. Though. And certain Universal isn't going to do it. Who's releasing um, Top oh, Gun? Oh God damn it! Who's no, releasing? It may be Universal. I don't think it's Universal. Who? Because Paramount. Cer- uh, I don't know. Paramount has Paramount Plus. You think it'll be on there or no? Trade the theaters. Certain companies trying, aren't doing it. I'm going it. on memory. I'm trying to... I feel like see, you see the Paramount symbol. Disney doesn't want to do it. They're, oh, because Disney has Disney Plus. Disney... Did they, but Disney doesn't want to release it to Plus. Oh, so it's the last no, that, that's thing. why That's why Black Widow was pushed back. They don't want to release Black Widow on Disney Plus. They want to release it in theaters. I like, no Disney Plus... Uh, equal alternative. Like, you could watch no. it in theaters. And HBO, or get it on HBO Plus. Max is only this year. Starting... What, they're not going to do that shit Starting next year, yeah, 2022, they're going to do uh, theaters for the first four weeks, and then it'll go to HBO Max. Where right now, it's releasing at both simultaneously. places simultaneously. Uh, they're going to do a theater deal in uh, 2022 where man, this is, they're first, and then HBO Max. This is like hats off for... Uh... All right, so movie piraters, this is our year. <laughs> we go, we go back to those shitty cams. <laughs> Some dude in a theater reporting, <laughs> recording the movie on his, his iPhone. Twenty twenty two, those man. iPhone uh, cams. What was the um? Going back to Mortal Kombat, what was your favorite fatality besides the um Kano one? Uh, not the Kano one, the um, Kung Lao Kung Lao one. one. Probably oh, the Kano man. one. <laughs> you know what though? I liked. Dude, Kano's was so subtle, and it's such a callback to like literally yeah, Mortal Kombat the first, one. Yeah, and yeah two, exactly. That I, almost, I it's like I was killing waiting. reptile. Oh, oh, but that's like that's a deadly alliance reptile. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like a uh, inward deception, something like that. Yeah, one of them. But uh, where he's an actual lizard? Because there's one is an actual lizard in the. Well, there, there's like one or in two, the beginning. He's there's one more. green mask, like Sub Zero. Yeah, then, he's like yeah. But then at some point he becomes a he's like a basically a lizard. He man. varies. Like there's one where he's like a humanoid lizard. Like it's a dude, but he's very lizardy. Or is that Baraka? No, 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 dude. They should throw Baraka in some movies. Yeah, that'd be cool. And the next movie. Yeah. But no, no, it's literally like uh, it's like. They they have a term for it when you make an animal very humanistic. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember that version. Yeah, it's like a human, but it's there, like, see, there was one. 
Then he's a straight creature. Yeah, yeah, there's one where he's a straight creature, but the one, yeah, you're right. They're like, <coughs> like human with reptile scales. Yeah. But, uh, man, it's hard to say because, uh, like, Kung Lao was literally, like, yeah. that was my favorite. And you you're know telling what, me not to choose that one. I you know, liked, I liked, I thought. I thought Luke Kang's was a. Uh, the dragon eating cabal. Yeah, that was badass. You think he survives that? Yeah. He, he should. I mean, he's already burnt. All he has to do is be healed. Which is the... Who do you think... The only person that really died they was Riku. They literally said that. <laughs> Raikou's the only one that actually died. He got his head fucking blasted off. Wait, which one's... Oh, yeah, but that's the bad guy, right? Yeah. Raikou. Raikou, where Jax yeah, fucking clapped no, his head off. he's a nobody. He's literally the the most nobody oh, yeah. that him, they can find. Him and Nitra. Yeah. <laughs> Those two. Which one's Nitra? The fucking flying one. Oh, the, the, the Hunters? The Kung Lao killed. No, even she's way bigger. The dude that Jax killed is like... He was in Deception, huh? A lot of these people are Deception, huh? Nah, like, he's a nobody. He's, he's like, he's in Deception. Playable. Yes, he is! I was gonna say, if he's in Deception, he's like in the storyline. Dude, I'm gonna figure out what... what Dude, I'm he is the equivalent of an orc henchman in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Like he's he, he, absolutely he's, not. He's a famous. Actual. He's a famous actor. Character. He's a you famous know? actor, though. I just thought he was absolutely fucking nobody. This was who that was. Who was he? Oh my god! They made if the, oh see like see, that's yeah who that like was. when when they create a character like this is probably a playable character in a yeah. game. And he was he, in. Look, 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 look what games he was in. I can do it. We can't both. He be doing was it. in for gold, deception, unchained, Armageddon. Not playable, not playable. He was oh. playable on Armageddon. All right, Armageddon of four. It, oh damn it! Uh, he he was only in cameos and comics after I'm that. So sure. so Armageddon gold is probably like some dumb shit. Gold is uh, X comic series cameo. Yeah, he's literally just playable on Armageddon and four. Yeah. Anyway, in those games. He's probably a real unique character, and they made him out to be uh, like the equivalent of one of the one hundred thousand orc minions yeah. in Lords of the Rings. He's just a nobody. He is what I'm saying. Uh, the good, uh, like, remember how I was, I was basically talking about a good guy version of him when I was talking about I wish someone else was there yeah. specifically to die so Kong Lao didn't have to. Apparently how they chose villains in this movie was they wanted complete opposites of oh, the, the hero cast. Yeah. Well, all I know is, uh... So, yeah. Didn't give two shits. Raikou's this giant white guy versus a black dude. <laughs> I didn't give two... It also is the way the dude... Like, if the dude looked anything like the video game... Well, you just He's famous me. guy! I don't He's a wrestler. Who he He's is. a wrestler. He get killed. I don't care. And Troy. Who the Troy. You're making me mad. Have you seen Troy? You're making me mad. I'm sorry. Because like I, I don't care who the actor is or what he's done prior. He made that character out to be a fucking retard. <laughs> As a comical fucking angel. That's Cabal's friend. Anyways, and, and he's like, ah! like dude, his eye, I think his eyes were literally crossed. And he's like, I'm gonna get you. Yeah, you come here. And, and he just he resort he resorted it out to someone who was literally written to be killed. He was only introduced at the beginning to 
ever, to ever. Yeah, he know, was always in. He was introduced yeah. to be killed. He, and the actor played that part like that. And he's the only character that didn't have a speaking line. Melina, Melina has speaking oh, lines. No, he said Cabal has speaking did, lines. Then he say some taunting shit. No. He goes, ah! That's why I thought he was fucking stupid. Yeah. It's, uh, and, he's, that, and he's like, oh, I'm a big inbred with a hammer. Yeah, he, That's the vibe I got from him. He's the only one, he's the only villain that didn't have a speaking line. It was all grunts and screams. Everyone else. Uh, that, with, I swear, his Melina, eye, he's got like cross eyes yeah. or something. Melina spoke uh, and had personality. Wait, Mo- Cabal spoke. Oh, my. Cabal spoke more than everybody, I think, because mainly because he had to convince Kano because he knew Kano. So. And that kind of I didn't know, like having interviewed uh, the actor, yeah, and knowing he's from Australia, and it's like given how much freedom, uh, like their own interpretation that they could have done, yeah, that Cabal could have had any accent whatsoever. Even if they wanted to tell the actor, just do your normal voice. Goddamn it, Cabal's Australian in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> but and then like I swear that was like a New York accent. Yeah, it was. I was trying to place it. I want to say I yeah, Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey. He's from Jersey. Yeah, this fucking guy here. He's from Jersey. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh yeah, this, he, this is the reason why I'm in this fucking iron lung. You know, and, uh, that was a little bit too Irish. I'm sorry. But like, uh, yeah, dude, I placed it. And, and again, it's like, if that, like, that, that's uh, spot on to that guy. He dude. had a, uh, he had a, man, some, a Mandalorian voice though, huh? Kind of. If Mandalorian was from New York. No, that's what, what I mean is like, the voice was kind of Mandalorian. Ah, you're right. Mandalorian has a more of a. Non, you can't place southern voice almost, southern northern. It's just like, yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird thing. I'm, I, I'm sure it's by design that you can't be like, hey, that Mandalorian is totally from New York or Texas. <laughs> yeah, right. No, he's from fucking Mandalore, and they're yeah. trying to make it, you know. But uh, like that, that I, I never would have expected that, and that was really cool. And it puts a uh, realistic. Uh, Familiar makes you be able to. Yeah. Even if you, you're not from anywhere near that area, you're aware that area exists. So that makes Cabal feel more human and more relatable and more realistic. You know. Indeed. Like oh fucking Cabal's from New Jersey. Yeah. What do you want to uh, write this nine oh three? Oh, what, what do you want to write the movie? One out of ten. Maybe we should probably do the beers then the movie. Beer first. All right. What do you want to write the beer? Seven. Set. I'll give it an eight. Eight. Yeah, I gave it a nine, but it's like you're the one that was like knocking down my. No, I know, I know. I like, yeah, it's great. And the more you talked, I was like, eh. well, no, because I, I like to. I do sometimes, depending on what I'm looking at. I give I give stouts certain passes because they're just supposed to be stouty. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so if it's not completely the taste it's supposed to be, I give it mild passes. Uh. It's way different when it comes to like a standard beer or sours, where like all the taste, like because sours, the thing with sours, sours is supposed to be the the yeast is so yeah, literally whatever it tastes like should be the taste. You know, you should taste everything the beer fucking throws at you. Uh, Stouts supposed to be more stouty, and everything's supposed to be more subtle. Uh, I say supposed to be. But also, like the bitterness is it's like what's stout, like the beer qualities of a beer is supposed to be what's what's stout. But we, what you taste in this was straight up just straight alcohol. 
Like, it's yeah. Like, like, you know, it's so like, you, you want to settle on a seven? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because it's like a great French toast taste. And then like almost like a rubbing alcohol on Yeah. So not at the breweries, French toast stout, we give it a seven out of ten. Now for the movie. Mortal Kombat the movie. What are we going to give it? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Good enough for a sequel, but not good enough for a ten. It's like, I, I really, I don't know who to like be mad at as far I as the, know. The, the stupidity of Sonya's we'll have to see. We'll have to, we'll, we'll have to see what happens in the sequel. I don't know. If, if she still sucks, if then it's her. Everyone <laughs> who wrote Sonya's line is... And it's also edit, like you said, editing may have been a contributing factor. Oh no! One of the most stupidest parts of the movie is you busting this Sonya's character. She got the madman conspiracy wall with Wait, all the oh. pictures and the strings and the. I've been following this for years. I've gotten down to the bottom of it. I know everything about Mortal Kombat. I'm fucking done with this sex one. That is fucking stupid. Whatever. I know everything. She I knows everything. This secret shit. She knows because the. The plot requires me to hey, know this. She knows everything. She only knows everything. Be- but then she still no asks. Fucking but she still asks Cole, "Who Since is he?" Ah, uh, and yeah. she has his picture on the damn wall. Yeah, yeah, that uh, was weird. That it, was forced. It, it was all dumb. It was all forced. <laughs> it was like she only knew everything that the viewers needed to know, so that she could tell the viewers. It was so fucking unprecedented. Oh, did you like that cameos on the wall? Though? The cameos huh? on the wall was fun. The what? The cameos on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Nighthawk and shit. Nighthawk! Yeah, dude! That shit fucking... I love that fucking yeah. cameo. And, and there's a boss with a centaur in it. It yeah. could be uh, that one character. Dude, exactly. That's also a centaur. That shit was fucking... I, I liked... Oh, I, and, this, and the Mayan see, sun god is a... It's uh, the, it was the writing. Because... It vi- was the writing. Visually, no. visually it looks good. No, but that's also the most cop-out, stupidest, laziest way to display... An entire lore to a fan, yeah, or to a not a fan. I think visually, and yeah, visually, like they could have done it more subtly. <laughs> but like, oh man, she's basically like, look, I, I've gotten to the bottom of this. You're gonna want to want to take a seat. This goes all the way to City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibe I got from her. Like, so, oh my god, calm down, detective. So <laughs> we enjoyed this beer. We enjoyed the movie. Everything could have been better. We the really, beer and the movie. We really enjoyed the our chat. The beer. We really enjoyed our recent, our, our the beginning of this episode, the chat with Kung Lao, Max Hung from Germany. Our first German interview. We had a French interview. First German interview. It was a solid interview. If you don't agree, well, <clears throat> that's, that's just our opinion. No! It's fact! No, I'm joking. <laughs> and that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and, and beer. I totally thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> we are a million simple beers.